and he finished the phone conversation with something I've never heard from him. I can never remember hearing from him in my life. And he told me he loved me. Hello, you are listening to NPE Stories. This is a podcast where NPEs can share their story. I am your host, Lily, and I found out I was an NPE through an Ancestry DNA test that changed my life forever. NPE is a term that stands for not parent expected or non-paternal event. This means that one or more of our parents are not who we believe them to be. NPE Stories is a podcast where NPEs can share their story of what their original family was like, how they found out they were an NPE, and what their journey has been like since the day they found out. Welcome to episode 23, where today I am talking to Larry. Hi, Larry. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for emailing me and being willing to share your story today. No problem. Now, when you first corresponded with me, you said you had only just found out a few weeks before you were an NPE, right? Like three weeks? That's correct. Oh, my gosh. Wow. What a shock. So let's hear your story today. Why don't you go ahead and start from the beginning and let me know a little bit about your original family and what your childhood was like. Okay. So I was uh, born in California, lived our first bit of life there, and then moved up to Oregon. Uh, I'm a, a junior, so I've you know, it's always been, I'm Little Larry. Even my cousins to this day call me Little Larry. And uh, there was never a single doubt in my mind who my father, who my mother was. No, even looking back now, there was no hint or even any clue that something was amiss. A uh, so it was myself and my sister, Jill. Uh, we grew up together. She's four years younger than me. It was just the two of us. Um, my parents were married. It, once I understood math, I understood that my parent, my mother was pregnant when they got married. So they were married in November. I was born in May. Uh, my sister came along four years later. My uh, parents, uh, my wife likes to say my childhood was like the white picket fence childhood. We lived in the same town in the same house. My parents stayed married uh, my whole life. My mom passed away in 2000. My dad passed away in 2005 um, with no hint at all. And I truly believe to this day that my dad didn't know and possibly that my mom didn't even know. So in 2018, March 2018, uh, I decided to take a DNA test, and, and it was more for to look at heritage. It wasn't that I was looking for any relatives or anything specifically. Although on my dad's side, I knew his family was pretty broken, and there was a number of siblings that he really didn't know for sure how many siblings he had, who they were. And so it wasn't all surprising when the DNA t- test came back, and I had a a couple of close relatives um, from Ancestry DNA, 
listed there, and I figured, okay, it's probably an aunt or an uncle from my dad's side of the family that he doesn't know about. Uh, my mom, both my mom's parents are Portuguese, and so that showed up on Ancestry pretty clear on my mom's side of the family. And my uncle had also been, uh, my, my mom's brother had also uh, taken the DNA test. So he showed up on it uh, on my mom's side also. And I did not pick up at all on, on the fact that, that I had no, none of my dad's relatives show up on the DNA test. That's all from my mom's side. And but my dad's heritage was supposed to be English, uh, Irish, French, kind of European. And so the DNA test proved that. Uh, there was some discrepancy and the amount of Irish that I was always told, and that my uncle said that their grandmother was a Native American, which didn't show up on the DNA test at all. But I attributed that to a lot of uh, maybe possibly family lore that was passed down that wasn't necessarily true. Mm-hmm. So in April, I got the results back in April, and in June, I emailed a woman that was a close family uh, relation uh, from the DNA test. And I figured it was an aunt or an uncle or something like that. Sent her an email and didn't really think much of it. Didn't follow up any more of that. So in October of 2019, which is 16 months after I had originally sent the email to the close family um, relation, I got a response from her. And she gave me a bit of her history and the fact that she was born three years after I was and and born in the same city that we were living in at the time. Um, so her, her history that she knew was that her biological mother was young and could not uh, raise her at the time, so gave her up for adoption. So she had she did not know who her biological mother or father was, and since she was born in the same city we were living in, and three years after I was born, I made the assumption that my dad had had an affair, and that she was my dad's daughter, thus was my half sibling, which matched up on the DNA test, because I still at that time. There was no doubt in my mind who my parents were. I mean, there was never any uh, question about that. So the only thing that made sense was that she was my dad's daughter. And I kind of left it at that, and it was a bit, you know, dealing with that uh, as we moved on and didn't have any further communication with her until a month later in November when she reached out to me and was talking with what ended up being a half cousin and a half aunt that was also on the DNA test. And as we were talking and trying to piece everything together, came to the realization that she was not my dad that I grew up with daughter but my 
biological dad's daughter, which was different than my actual dad that I grew up with. So oh. that was a quite a momentous occasion as uh, I had, it was just complete shock to me. There was oh, wow. no, there was no way that I, I even fathomed that that was even possible. And so uh, at the time it was, you know, it occurred, it was just us sitting in the, the living room with my wife and just about the time uh, a half cousin said to me or texted me and asked if I was positive that my dad was my biological dad, it hit me uh, like a ton of bricks. And I just kind of threw my phone down and looked at my wife and she was you know, trying to say, what, what's going on? And I, I couldn't even speak. I was just dumbfounded. <clears throat> and eventually got out that I was, uh, that my dad wasn't my dad. And kind of looked at me and was like, what are you talking about? It's like, my dad's not my dad. Um, so through further discussion and talking with the half aunt, um, we then found who my biological father was all on the same day. Uh, and my half-sister also found who her biological mother was through some other connections on her ancestry test. Uh, so we then started piecing the, uh, the puzzle together, uh, and some of the relatives that were related to my biological father then got some pictures from Facebook and were sending them to me, and it was, it was quite a shock to see so much of my own face in them. Uh, and it was when I showed a number of other people, they were quite astounded also how, uh, res how much we resembled each other. And so that happened over the weekend. And on Sunday, uh, my half aunt contacted my biological father and asked him if it would be okay if I called. And so I called him that Monday, and we actually talked for about an hour, uh, had a good conversation. And so that's, it was quite unique in that I discovered I was an NPE, found my biological father, and talked to him all within two days. Uh, so that was quite a, uh, a quick turnaround. And since talking with them and and realize that the, a lot of the things that that we have in, in common, uh, just some of the experiences we've had, uh, and even with my own dad and my bio dad, uh, we were all in the Navy, all three of us. My biological dad served on three aircraft carriers. I served on four aircraft carriers. Uh, the kind of cars my biological dad owned or the kind of cars I have owned in the past and are my favorite kind of cars. And it was kind of uh, really unique in the, in the things we had in common. Thank you for your service to our country, by the way. Thank you. So your biological father, he didn't know you existed. No, he did not. 
and my I sent through my aunt a picture of my mom from about the time she was in high school because my mom about that time my mom was 19 and my dad and my bio dad were both 20 um and I sent him got him a picture of my mom and she he did not remember her he did not recognize my mom uh, and so didn't have any memory of that of course that was 57 58 years ago and however we did verify that he was at the same location that my mom was and where i was born uh during that time period when he was in the navy and your half sister your newfound half sister you share the same birth father is that correct right we share the same birth father and originally which i originally thought was my dad that I grew up with. And in fact, it was kind of um, crazy in that when she contacted me uh, a month after the initial ones that I thought my dad was her father. And she actually texted me and said, this is the name of my birth father. And I replied back and said, no, that's not possible because we're half siblings, which would mean my dad is your dad. So you've got the wrong name. Because at that time, I was convinced that my dad was my bio dad, and there's no way possible that we can't be half siblings and have different dads. But I didn't realize was I was correct in my thinking, but I had it backwards in that our bio dads were the same, but we didn't, neither one of us knew who that was at that time. Wow. So has he, has your, did your bio dad know your half sibling, your half sister existed as well? No, he did not know that either. So there's actually, he had a son that is five years younger than me. And then a son that is 24 years younger than me. So I have two other half brothers, Hmm. uh, younger half brothers as well as the half-sister that was adopted that found out at the same time. Wow. And I, you know, had, I've had conversations with her, and she wanted to know who her biological father was, but doesn't necessarily want to develop a relationship with him because her adoptive parents are still alive and I think she has she wants to protect them um, from anything else so she was curious about who it was but that's as far as it going um, as far as her relationship with our biological father however our our relationship brother sister half brother half sister relationship will continue on and we do talk yeah how is that going with the other how is the rest of the the newfound family taking uh, this? some of them it seems like the more distant ones are more willing to reach out i've talked with my biological father a couple of times i've kind of laid back a little bit. I didn't want to push too fast. Um, 
I was hoping that my half siblings would reach out and they haven't. So I'm going to have to be a little bit more, uh, the one reaching out. Uh, however, I do have quite a few cousins that I've developed relationships with and, um, over email and texting and Facebook. And that seems to be going well, especially quite a few of them, uh, when they see a picture and they, you know, they're, they're making comments like, Oh, you have the, uh, the family knows that everyone mm -hmm. always has, you know, or, or mm -hmm. this, that, um, I've got a, a, a big beard and one of my cousins has a big beard and we look very similar. Our facial structure is very similar. And so it was quite, uh, quite something to see. Does any of your original family know about this newfound revelation? Yeah. So I, my sister that I grew up with, um, the night, the day that I found this out, I called her and I said, I need to come see you. Uh, we live in the same town. So I went out there with my wife and, and, you know, I had to, of course, say, okay, I don't normally come over, call to come over at 10 o'clock at night. So I just want to let you know everything's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's no emergency going on. Uh, and just explain to her what happened and everything else. And her response was uh, pretty much a, a single word was, wow. And it said a number of times. It was just, wow. Um, so it's been taken um it wasn't this response that i anticipated but it went everything went well um uh, the one thing that i did decide uh i had trouble deciding at first was my dad's brother is still with us and my mom's sister and brother so my uncles and aunt uh and at first I thought that I was not going to tell them. And actually, after listening to some of your podcasts and doing some research on uh, on this, I decided that, no, this is my story. I'm going to own it. I don't want them upset a year from now when they find out that I knew and I didn't say anything. And I figure it's better just to have no nothing hidden. Bring it all out front. And so I actually called all of them and told them what was going on, and they were shocked. None of them had any idea um, of this, as I thought. I don't. I don't think anyone knew. Um, and so it was. It was kind of unique because probably the the most the one that I didn't know for sure how he would react was my dad's brother. Um, and my dad and my dad's side of the family has been, always been more of the serious side. Uh, and so I didn't know how he would respond. And his response was, you know, he told me straight up, says, you've been my nephew for over almost 60 years. You're always going to be my nephew. And then he finished the phone conversation was something I've never heard from him. I can never remember hearing from him in my life. And he told me he loved me. Um, so that was, that was 
quite a, a different response than I expected, better than I expected, of course. Um, and so it was actually kind of enlightening to know, okay, telling them was the right thing because um, I debated it for a long time. And I've, you know, made, I made the decision about that same time that when I was going back into work, um, I worked with a group of about 10 people and I went in, we had a meeting that Monday morning and I said, okay, I'm going to tell you what's going on in my life. Um, for a couple of reasons, one uh, that I didn't know what I was going to do, what I was going to go through, how I was going to respond, um, what emotions I would have. And I wanted people that were with me every day to be able to recognize things if things weren't going well for me. I didn't know how well I would handle it. So I told them <clears throat> the whole story. Uh, everyone I work with. And I said, I let them know, you have permission to call me aside and say, hey, what's going on? Hey, are you all right? You don't seem to be your normal self. Um, and to actually watch out for me. Uh, luckily, that wasn't really necessary. I mean, I think I've handled this well, as far as I know so far. So it's been a uh, a good experience. But it was also good to have their support and to be able to go in and, and talk about things, how, how things are going, how things are progressing and uh, just kind of uh, be able to not just talk to my wife and my family, my kids, but actually have coworkers that I can relate to and, and discuss with also at the same time. I love that, Larry. I mean, the people you work with, you see, I don't even know how many hours in your life and, and on a near daily basis. I love that you, you know, opened this up, this supposed secret and told the people in your life and your coworkers, because we do need support. And we are, some of us anyway, going to act different with this news, going to act with all the range of emotions, you name it. and. Um, I love that you said you shared this with them. That's great. Yeah, it was. I'm actually going to work that day. I had no intention of doing it. And then as I sat there before we had our morning meeting and I was thinking it through and that's, you know, I made I made the decision at that moment that, OK, this needs to be put out there, because like you said, I, I spend my, most of my waking hours with them. You know, um, so they are going to be able to see a different type of response in different situations. They may be able to do, you know, pull me aside and say, hey, um, you know, maybe you need to take some time off and work on this or whatever. Uh, mm -hmm. at, at the time, I also, I, the one thing I didn't know what to do, I looked into various counseling because I thought, Maybe it's a good time to go and establish with a counselor what's going on. And in case anything happens in the future, at least they already have the groundwork laid out. Mm -hmm. uh, and when I looked into it, I was like, okay, now who should I see? 
Should it be a social worker? Should it be a family counselor? Should it be a psychologist? And I tried researching which specialty in kind of some kind of therapy would be the best. And I couldn't find anything. Yeah. <laughs> so it basically, I just let it pass. I was like, I, I, I've got this. It's I've got enough support where I'm okay. But that's the one thing that kind of got to me when I tried to, you know, I, I tried to look which would be the best help if I needed help, just at least to have a name, a contact, or somewhere to go to. And I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of guessed that the family counselor would probably be the best one. Um, but it's, like I said, there's no real... Um, doesn't appear to be any research or, or any kind of guidance uh, with no. as much as we have online now. It's kind of shocking how little there is out there. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a good fit. It's a little bit of grief counseling, a little bit of family counseling. It's a little bit of, yeah, I'm right there with you. It's a struggle to find right. a true support for us. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've worked in the medical profession my whole life. So, you know, I kind of related to this to the to the different stages of grief with dealing with death, you know, and it basically it's kind of what you're doing. It and then probably the biggest emotional problem, if you would, that I felt I had was that I was excited to meet and find all this new family that I have. And then I felt guilty because even though my brain said, you know better than that, my heart was saying, you're lessening your dad's impact on your life by being excited about finding a new biological dad and family. Mm. And even though I, I know that wasn't true, I still felt it. You still felt that. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, totally. Thank you so much for sharing all this today. No problem, I enjoyed it. Thanks again to Larry for sharing today. These stories are here for us to identify with. If you are an NPE that would like to share your story, email npestories at gmail.com. You do not have to give any identifying information. If you are an NPE and would like to share your story, I'd like to hear from you. Subscribe to this podcast to hear more. Come heal with us. Thank you.